Bum, 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 bum. I forgot to put everybody else's windows on, so it's just me right now. Though their audio is still there. There's the wheel cam, I'll add it now. Wheel camera, go! Chris image, go! There we go, we've got everything, perfect. James in a garish Hawaiian shirt, absolutely. Hello. <laughs> it's hot. Hi, Timing is all I'll say about that one. <laughs> it's, it's hot here today. And um, as as Chris will attest, Hawaiian shirts are very cool. Like, they breathe. And they make you feel like, keep the heat off. I should have worn mine during last bloody week. That would have helped. That's why they exist. Hawaiian shirts. Ugh. Why did I not think of that? It's <laughs> I mean they come from like a very hot tropical place. And when you're having hot and tropical weather, it behooves you to wear Hawaiian shirts. Also, for a day job, I wear a shirt and tie and slacks and dress shoes all day. And people wonder why I like walking around my house in athletic shorts and Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> Except of course if you're if you're working from home and top smart bottom we don't want to know. <laughs> well, no, I've, I've turned my webcams off. I'm not saying that there are times I was on corporate conference calls and only my pants. But it could have happened. <laughs> and We're I probably wasn't the only one. <laughs> it's pointed strategically at the fruit bowl, you know, to keep it cool. <laughs> Well, what they forget is that, like, I also have a professionally grade green screen when I could put up from time to time. So I could be purple. No, I mean, I've thought about taking a picture of like what my what the view looks like from like my my desk, mm -hmm. and like be like I'm working from home, but like have the picture of me from the desk, like there. So they're like, <laughs> James is in the office. That would be that. <laughs> I mean, that would be amazing. Uh, so, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you are in the world listening or watching us. It's the King Won't Play Itself podcast for myself, Lord Team Maker. Or should I say, Uncle Lord Team Maker now? Mm. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Ha ha! Sloppy! Hang on, I have a whole soundboard. Oh, hey. Let's do the bonk. Yeah, yeah. I have the Dixie horn. Yeah, but do you, do you squonk with that? What, squonk? <laughs> yes, word of the day before we start, and I introduce James Atkinson, and it's the coffee night. So, squonk is when... You are squeezing a lady's boob and honking at the same time. Ah. So, ha, ha. There's a term for that. Yes, it's called squonk. <laughs> I found this out a couple of weeks ago and laughed my ass off. Went, That's a great word. I like it. <laughs> so, it, obviously, squonk is followed by slap, usually. Not if the lady's consenting. I was going to say, in EA's case, it's followed by slap. <laughs> EA's <laughs> Activision. Slap suit! Uh, <laughs> and Jeff Keighley going, there is no reason why we should have anything like this in games. And the games industry needs to get better. And now, Call of Duty! Followed by FIFA 23. Hmm... FIFA 23 is actually going to have the women's te the USL teams, US Super U uh, US Women's Super League teams in it. Hey, nice. So I heard an interesting t t statistic. Yeah. Uh, so they have, obviously, they gather all of your data when you play FIFA because they want to know how to eke as much money out of you as physically possible. Um, mm -hmm. Out of all FIFA players worldwide, what percentage of them have played with the women's National League teams that was in FIFA 22? 
going to say, and I'm going to tie this up with my uh, my Steam Deck percentage. <laughs> Zero point three one percent. Not that low. Five. Five percent. Wow. Um. Now let's let's do a little math here, folks, because if there's anything I love to do math, as Will will attest to you last night. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, FIFA 22 copies sold worldwide. Okay. So they sold 9 million copies of FIFA 22 worldwide. Now, obviously, 9 million doesn't designate that there's going to be 9 million people who... Some people may have doubled down. At the same point in time, there's probably people who pirated the game. So we'll call that parody. Uh, for anybody who wants to know where my math is coming from, uh, we'll divide, we'll multiply that by 0.05. Uh, so it's 450,000 people out of 9 million have played the women's teams. Now, um, EA, let me, let me help you here. For a second, do you want to push those numbers up? Because I'll tell you how you make that a hundred percent. It's very easy. You make that number a hundred percent. And no, it's not the United States women's national team able to celebrate by taking their shirt off. Celebration? No, don't don't do that. No. As much as you want to, because you're EA. Don't do that. No, uh, at the beginning of the game, you know, when you're installing, you, you guys wouldn't know, um, but when you're installing FIFA, they allow you to like, they have like, you know, most games do now, they have like the initial install and it's like, the game is playable, but it's not playable. Like just a small section of it is playable. Yes. In the learning demo part of that in FIFA, it's, they basically let you play a game. Usually it's against the, it's usually the two teams who are in the Champions League final. They have you like play to like learn the controls and stuff. Make that the women's national teams. Make it who wins the Euros for the women's national teams. That yeah, way you get a hundred percent. And then you can go and you can tell all those people who goes, there's not enough women and women people enjoying gaming. You may look, we have a hundred percent adoption. People, everybody who played FIFA played with the women's team. I'm helping you with PREA. My check is in I expect my check to be in the mail. I was going to go with, you know, I just, just disguised them as Chelsea and Real Madrid because that seems to be the only two that people want to play as. Well, Chelsea and Real Madrid's, no. like, women's teams are actually really good. <laughs> they are actually very, very good. Um, I mean, the camp now saw the champions, saw record-breaking attendances for women's uh, football. They filled the camp now, which is 99,000-seat stadium. So Nice. Which Barcelona needs because they have no fucking money. And then WWE come along and go, oh, well, we filled that stadium with 110,000 people. How many of those did Vince McMahon have to pay <laughs> hush money to to get in there? 110,000 stack. <laughs> <laughs> yes, folks, let, it, let, it, let me uh, quickly discuss that because I haven't said my thoughts on twitter like some people have about yesterday's bombshell why would you want to put um, your thoughts on twitter it's a cesspool and it's not big enough to actually articulate what i wanted to say you know because the, the thing about it is you know there's a lot of this stuff like it was a very sort of quiet release for someone's career of over 40 years and who has been a loud mouth through all of it. Yep. Who, whose character has been, you know, since 1998, um, an evil megalomaniacal boss um, that had some humiliation in there, who, let's take that bit away, was the one who helped pave the way. And with people like us, Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan... The Rock, uh, Undertaker, many, many others who are sadly no longer with us or have now retired, helped build the wrestling business into what it is today. However, you take all of that and it's tarnished because of... And I, w I will probably say that some of this was down to his childhood... 
not all of it can be put down to his childhood because he certainly had enough money to go to fucking therapy for it. The allegations of hush money, which if he's paid hush money and said he and said they were consensual, that doesn't sound like it's hush. It is alleged to me. That sounds like it actually happened. You have the alleged sexual assault of the of the female referee in the in the eighties that was um, brought to court, I believe, in ninety two, or at least was going towards court in ninety two. You have the unlawful death of Owen Hart which was a tragic accident. Do I believe that was Vince's fault? No. But he authorised it and wanted to push this thing through. Um, so you have that. You have uh, the, the the fact that there was a, a superstar that I knew of, and she used to follow me on Twitter before, sadly, she took her own life, um, Ashley Mazzaro, who had um, alleged problems when you know, they used to do the tribute to the troops that some soldiers apparently assaulted her. And then there was also a bit on Vince's plane where, you know, he would proposition divas. So you got all of this that's wrapped around all the, the, the apparent good stuff he did for people, which things like charities and that, that he didn't want people to know. He didn't want people thanking him during the Hall of Fame for helping them do stuff. All of this is tarnished. And yes, as I said uh, said before, he was abused as a kid by his stepdad. His stepdad, for all intents and purposes, was a shit to him and his mum. But that doesn't excuse how he's allegedly acted. So I should be sitting here going, wow, Vince McMahon, what a great career, blah, blah, blah. But I can't. I can't, and it's... It's a shame. Man was a dick. Did dick <laughs> things. You know, the, I, I know you said that, like, you know, this is, like, going to cloud his retirement. You know, besides from all of the other fucking shit that, like, also happened throughout it, like you mentioned, the 80s stuff. We're not talking about the, um, how many people who have... You know, I, I look at it, it's been like, you know, look at the company that he ran... He helped run. How many people are, after wrestling them for them for years, are destitute, have no money, have physical ailments that they have to reach out to fans for to help them with, have mental ailments, have, you know, have died due to doing insane tricks and stunts? Now, can we fully blame all of that on Vince? No, we can't. Purely because uh, one thing we can blame it on for, for him, though, is the classification of them. Yes. They're not contract yeah. workers. Yeah. They're not independent contractors. They cannot, once they sign with WWE, go to other places and work at the same time. Because that takes away the independent part of it. And they did that to stop them getting health insurance, which is utter horrible, a horrific way of dealing with people. Which AEW and Tony Khan went, no, we're, we're, we're actually getting people health insurance, so fuck off. Um, I mean, I heard about this. This is the way I heard that Vince retired, right? I saw Tony Khan put a tweet out saying, I want to thank fans for your loyal support as I am now the longest running CEO in the wrestling business. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's when I found out that Vince retired. Because of troll from Tony Khan. It was great. So it's like, well played, man. Well played. Um, so, yeah. I mean... It's a first for me to actually cancel a subscription to a service with the reason of a Vince McMahon sexual misconduct, which is what I actually put in the cancelling of WWE Network. <laughs> I'm not lying. It was the, the final straw. I mean, I, I, I wasn't watching it religiously as I used to for 
what, since, was it then that 2013, 2014 with Daniel Bryan getting fucked over and it's the, the authority again? That sort of sullied my interest. So, and it was sort of weaning away ever since. I kept the network around for the big four and some of the other stuff like the you know Austin's pod, podcast and things anything else I can't be asked with could and you then, find, could you find Steve Austin's podcast on Spotify now I don't know whether that's still whether that's still running or not. I I believe he may have stopped that I know he was doing like things like the broken skull sessions you know the Steve Austin um, show um, not Steve Austin show now. It's called the Broken Skull Sessions. He does, and it's where he interviews people for the network. Well, Steve Austin has his own podcast now called the Steve Austin Show. Yeah, I don't know whether he's still doing it or not. I know it was kind of updated last two heard... days ago and four days ago. Oh, nice. Oh, fair enough. Yes, he did have a, a reality show as well. Uh, Geo, he did indeed. Welcome in. But yeah. So that was a bombshell yesterday. Um, it's not been all bad. Um, I'm sure James will lead off. <laughs> oh, oh, really? <laughs> I mean, mine, mine's kind of a shit, a shit sandwich. <laughs> um, hi. But it ends happily, doesn't it? <laughs> it, it kind of does. Let's let's talk here, folks. Let's talk. Um, when's the last time you heard us talk about NFTs? We don't really talk about NFTs on this podcast uh, for good reason, because they, they're, they're, they're dumb. They're fucking stupid. Web3 and blockchain is retarded uh, as it stands at the moment. But let's move on. There was a blog post from Mojang, Minecraft and Microsoft about Microsoft and NFTs and Minecraft and NFTs and what they're looking at. So I am going to basically read the highlighted parts of this. There's a long blog post. You guys can find it if you want to read it here. That's where you can find it. But I'm going to read the highlighted parts. It's called Minecraft and NFTs, an early look at our upcoming guidelines. Mojang Studios and Minecraft's position on NFTs. Integrations of NFTs within Minecraft are generally not something we are where we will support or allow. And the greatest quote and the most damning part of it is this. Blockchain technologies are not permitted to be integrated inside our Minecraft client and server applications, nor may they be utilized to create NFTs associated in any game content, including worlds, skins, personal items, and other mods. Full stop. That's what they said. Uh, and the reason why they're saying this is because, and let me find... What is this? How does this affect me? It, it basically, they're saying that Minecraft is an inclusive game. Everybody should be able to play it. Everybody should be able to do stuff with it. And NFTs don't create parity, and they don't want that, and they don't think it's fair. The only and they remember there was a huge problem. They had they had fights going back and forth with people who were running servers and mega servers and charging to play on Minecraft servers, and they eventually mm -hmm. came to the realization that like those people have to recoup some cost, and they're not doing it to be like to make money they're basically doing it to help rate maintain and run the server so that they did that but if you look uh, no you never I mean, some are like there are absolutely for-profit servers that are strictly just not recouping costs they're just making it pay to win bullshit yeah but those ones but those are high those are highly but you also look at mods you you don't have to pay you you do not pay for minecraft mods at all Typically, it, typically, typically and you for the best yeah. for the better and best mods that are out there all the ones that people play with you can get the cursed client download them and play them for free nice. yep so that's that's the way it is and that's the way they talk it now why did this come about well now the most popular project that has been going on in the nft communities with the crypto bros is something called nft worlds has anybody heard of this because mm -hmm. I wish I haven't, and now no. I've had to spend brain power. I know, I, I'm, I agree. I wish I'd never heard of them as well. So, we all know how NFTs work, right? Um, this yeah. For 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 a real a real layman's description of it, uh, someone makes a shit picture. People pay for that shit picture, and then uh, 
It's not even the picture. It's the code for the picture. It, it is. It is a. And it then, is a code um, on a blockchain that is. Its reference is that picture, which means they can. The people who are running the blockchain can change that picture at any time on you, so that you no longer have that picture. But people think they own that picture. It's the, the simplest one. Now, what Minecraft Worlds was doing. Now imagine instead of a picture, it was a seed to a Minecraft server. A seed to a Minecraft map. You, right. You, you, you'd spend upwards of like three grand for them to give you a seed of a Minecraft world that they knew you could play on. That if anybody else looked at could just copy and paste that seed and play on it for free. Mm-hmm. That's wow, it. That, yeah, that's... That's it. They're, they're making money off of giving out Minecraft seeds. Now, and I don't have the exact quotation, so I'm going to be paraphrasing a lot from other people's videos. Callan Upton did a 17-minute video on this that is really good. But I want to just paraphrase from it. Um, the crypto bros who are running this have doubled down. And it said, well, we're going to reach out to the content creation and compliance team of Mojang and Microsoft to see what they actually mean by this and to make it work. If not, we feel sad that they don't want to be a part of the new revolution of Web3 and NFT gaming. And we are going to go and find alternative Minecraft games that we can then buy with the money that we have and put our project towards that. So that that way we are continuing. We are going to pivot and continue on forward. This is not a hit hurdle for us. They've, they've doubled down and said, fuck Microsoft. They're in the wrong. They don't know anything. They're not hip or cool or know anything about modern technology culture. <laughs> Microsoft doesn't know their ass from their elbow when it comes to technology. We do. So we're going to double down. Um, God, I can't wait for the lawsuits to start. I have never wanted a lawsuit to fly so much faster or a cease and desist letter. Because these guys have made millions. Yeah, somehow fraudulent ways. Yep. Yep. They, they've made millions giving out stuff that is free, that anybody can do. Like, I could go here and, like, log on to my Minecraft and go, here's the seed. For free. There you go. Thank you for your ad revenue for watching the podcast, because you probably watched you probably watched that. That's all it takes. Like, you watched an ad to come here. And I can turn yeah. those off, too. I'd be happy to. But just... Just think about this. Like, A, Microsoft, do you know who the two pe the two biggest stalwarts are in the, like, anti-NFT gaming arena? The anti-NFT gaming arena? Microsoft now Is, with yeah. Mojang saying no to yep. this. Steam. Steam mm has -hmm. firmly said no blockchain, no NFT games on our, on our platform. None. We will not have it. Uh because they understand that it's a huge security risk. Do I need to go about how much fraud there has been? <laughs> I watch, so bad. I follow crypto, not because I own any of it, because of the schadenfreude involved. Just It's really good. There has been- It's like, just waiting. It, 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 we're talking like, people think like, oh, I don't want to deal with banks because banks fuck you and do like that. There has been more financial crime that's happened in crypto in like the last year and a half than has like the last like 20 years in banking. Like billions have money have been lost. It's nuts. But besides it's amazing. from- It's it, it is amazing. It is schadenfreude to the max. But- Epic allows blockchain games under certain circumstances, but they allow them in Web3 games. I think GOG does too. I'd have to, but don't quote me on that. I'm not going to, they're innocent until proven guilty, but I know Epic allows them. So, yeah, Epic, Epic are, 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 are fine with this, it seems. And they say, oh, well, the platform holder should be dictating this. It's like, yes, they should. And in the same week, Square Enix and GameStop have come out with their own NFTs. Yeah. Meanwhile, the crypto market is fucking crashing and on fire. Good. As far as I can say about that. 
You know, you yeah. can change a thing that you're pointed to and think of you as serious. Yeah, no, it's you, you own the right to when you buy an NFT, you do not own the image. You own a position on a blockchain that is referenced by that image. You don't own anything. You own that position. And so the reference is that you, they could go and change reference of me just giving everybody the finger. Sorry. So some people, the finger and other people, the finger. Um, and that would be it. And then you'd be like, but I had my cool ape smoking a cigarette. Did you really? Yeah, you own a copy of the receipt. Exactly. And in, and there just shows that you bought X. You got gypped out of like 2F. So there you go, folks. Microsoft said no to NFTs through Minecraft. But we, we would assume, I think we can assume that that's going to be a policy probably brought through all the rest of their gaming companies. Which, by the way, they've bought Bethesda. And you figure Bethesda was looking at NFTs going, hmm. Now Microsoft goes, no, bad Bethesda. Stop thinking that way. Don't, don't make people pay for mods. Shop it. Todd, I will Todd. hit you with a newspaper. Just be a hype man, Todd. That's what you're good at. You're good at hyping shit. I want to see like Todd come out and just hype like the next like like Forza game. Just Todd come out and be like, "What up, Forza?" <laughs> just start doing Andrew WK's playing in the background. We're like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, what up, my dudes? <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. There's your daily dose of crazy NFT shit. Yeah, but uh, NFTs just work. They just work. Or they're criminals. There you go. <laughs> Let, let's complete that sentence, so shall there, we? There is, there is NFTs that I can get behind. And that's nice fucking trains. I do love me a good fucking train, right? Yeah. We've all seen the train guy. <laughs> True. Some True. nice fucking trains. We yeah. would agree. We would agree. He's he last you know two weekends ago he was on some nice fucking trains. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Too early in the morning on some of them, but yeah. I was but they them. were nice fuck. But they were nice fucking trains. <laughs> yeah. Can't, I can't disagree. I mean, I would have went somewhere else for that, but yeah. <laughs> Reese, Reese, you, it's gonna be. When the when the apocalypse happens and we're all like the and we all have like the grain wars that we're gonna be fighting, the currency is going to be Skyrim. Like it's not gonna be <laughs> bottle caps. It's going to be like how many copies of we're gonna be talking current like like how much is how much worth Skyrim's worth of grain can I buy? <laughs> like, like that's gonna be <laughs> the currency. Of, uh... <laughs> how many Skyrim? That's gonna be it. All right, going forward, I'm going to I'm going to figure out how much Skyrim is on Steam. And it's gonna be there's like Skyrim and Enhanced Edition Skyrim, and I'm gonna start using that as a unit of currency for this. It's like, yeah, you can buy that for three and a half Skyrims. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you two Skyrims and a bottle of Iron Brew for that. <laughs> <laughs> Eel. <laughs> and then, you know, Ken Ken Shira comes along and punches people in the face. And taps them just there. <laughs> and there they go. So I do have some nice news, though. There you go. I mean, like I said, mine was silver lining. Yeah. Um. I do have some nice news. Uh, now, who of us here is looking to get the Turtles Cowabunga collection? Oh. Eh. It's on sale. Mm -hmm. Well, it comes out August 30th. Yeah, get in there. Get in. Because, you know. Cowabunga dudes, we like we like we like turtles. Well, all the turtles, you know. I like turtles. <laughs> See, you know, it, it's good. It's a nice, nice little bit. So we finally get a release date for it. And the collection consists of how many games? I know. Uh, uh, and uh, thirteen games. Across Game Boy, Mega Drive, SNES, and NES, and the arcade, you know. That's fine by me. But in a, in a bit more serious news, um, TwitchCon EU happened in Amsterdam uh, during the week. Um, 
they they did say about news like the 50 50 dollar threshold coming rather than the 100 dollar threshold uh so there's new num uh, number of safety features coming soon to the platform as well this includes the ability for streamers to customize who can raid them plus the ability to share a list of banned accounts with other streamers which both of these features are in response to a mass wave of hate raids last year, especially during like Black History Month and Pride Month, where you know people using bots and and just just big rage just going out around and just finding these other streamers are being absolute bell ends to when they didn't really need to. I mean, um, it's I, sorry, you're gonna say I like the idea of the feature. Um, now the, my one question is, cause I, I haven't read the article or heard about it with the, with, with the, with those sharing banned accounts, mm -hmm. do you give reasoning why they were banned? Like, do you get to see the reasoning or do you just say that this account was banned? At the moment, it doesn't say in here. Uh, let me see. So sharing banned accounts between streamers helps communities protect each other before harassment can spread. It's unclear how some of these new features have been implemented, but streamers from marginalized groups are positive about the changes. It doesn't say how. Okay. Um, or give you the reason. Okay. Um, you you can see why I'm asking the question, right? Yeah, I can I can see why that you think um you're you're asking that because there's potential of obviously if someone is said something that isn't you know isn't horrible but was banned for it because of the person's you know difference of opinion which again is fine you can have difference of opinions it can be abused and it's, people can it, be... it's the shoes on the other foot now mm. you just the people obviously i'm not this is me looking at it in a vacuum, as we tend to do on this show. We look at things in a vacuum. People did horrible things and said horrible things during those months, and they couldn't keep up with the banning and the bots. Got it. Come around. Now we have the power as the streamers to ban those people and share those people with other people. This almost creates, if depending on where you are and what you're doing... And depending on how open you're thinking about it, I worry about this creates just a sounding board. It, it creates an echo chamber because you're going to then be able to get rid of and you and your friends streamers going to be able to get rid of people who are really much against what you're saying and create an echo chamber. So if somebody in depending on what you do, and what you talk about and how you are creates where you're just getting a positive feedback loop all the time. And you're not bringing that in. Now, it depends on what you do. If you're just a general streamer and you, you stream whatever you want and that's not your thing and that's not it and the guy says a curse word i get it but like because twitch is going to see it because let's be honest twitch twitch looks at the numbers if they're going to see like this account got banned by like 20 people they may just go we're just going to shut that guy's account down and make it so they can't have an account anymore now, I, I can see the other side of this. I can see the positive side of this. Oh, it's um, absolutely positive. <laughs> we, 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 we have been here before where we have had a member of the community turn out to be a real shit. And it, this way, it looks like it's easier for me to go, okay, this person's been doing this. You've gone through it. We've talked about it. And you've gone, okay, so where, give me there give me their account or we'll ban them across ours. But there's the crux right there, Will. You you said it. We discussed it as a community. We openly discussed it and said, okay, we came together as a group. We came together as a community. We discussed it openly between all of the community and decided, said, this is unhealthy. We decided to ban it. It wasn't just, we banned the account and then XYZ ban. Like there was open contact and communication. If there's that with Twitch, absolutely fine. Like if this, if like, you know, I see come up on our open ban list, X and X was banned for saying racist comments against uh, LGBTQ community. I have no problem fucking slapping the bam hammer on them. No problem. Especially if it's somebody we know in the community who doesn't fuck around. At the same time, if I see that coming through and it's marginal, I'll ask the person to be like, what was the context? 
but I get it. Like it, it is a positive step and it is in the right direction. And I am a hundred percent behind it. I just hope it does. Cause once again, people are going to abuse whatever tools they are given. Chat has been abusing tools with bots and everything. Marginal and it, the point system, people abuse that. Absolutely. People come in and go, I'm going to spam hydrate. <laughs> people, I've seen someone spam and abuse the uh, bit system where people have sounds for their bits going off. And so they go, one, 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 one. And then you have to change the threshold to a 10, to a 100. Yeah, and then they get pissy because, oh, oh, why have you done that? Because you're acting a dick. Stop it. Yeah, it, like anything, it, it, it's it's somebody in the community ruining it for others. Mm-hmm. So, thank you, Twitch. It's going in the right direction. Allow me to have context. Now, for me, you know what I would really love for the feature to be 100%? That they can't view your stuff as well. It's complete banned from the channel. No, I don't care about. That. I mean, they can view my shit if they want. If they don't talk, they can be a toxic individual all they want. I really, really, I really don't care. It takes a lot to piss me off. I mean, we had the ghost of Hitler in our chat for a while, and I actually ended up being a pretty interesting dude. Um, that was got, pretty funny. That was, was great. Pretty, it was pretty good. You just, it was like we, you know, we engaged with the troll, figure out what it was, and he was just actually trying to just have a good time. He just had an unfortunate username. Yeah. Moving on from that. This is what I think they should do. Twitch, Twitch, come here. Come here close. I mean, I, not only have I helped EA today, but I'm about to help you, Twitch, because that's what I do yeah, here. Yeah, listen up. This is free advice. Free advice. Um, you can ban a person. You can community ban them. And then what you do is you attach a clip to the ban so people can see what the banning offense was. Mm-hmm. We can fucking clip. Anything on this goddamn platform. You can't tell me, you can't do it, be like, okay, this is why they're banned. Clip that part, slap it on there so when the community goes, why were they banned? Watch the clip and go, oh yeah, that's the perfect reason why that person should be banned. It solves the problem. There's the video evidence. That's when it happened. Yeah, and then which themselves can go through that and go, okay, that's fair enough. That's against TOS. Boom, gone. There you go. There's your problem solved. Thank you very much, Twitch. I've solved your issue. You can take the existing system that you have in place that you know works, that people use all the goddamn time, and you know the fact that if you're a streamer of any credibility or anything like that, your chat will clip that for you. So you can attach that clip to the ban, other people see it and go, and then they can make a judgment call for themselves. They can go, yes, I believe that is a horrible thing. I will ban them as well, or I won't ban them because that is something that I would be finding on the fence. I think that's the perfect way to do it. it it's, picture's worth a thousand words. What's a video worth? I mean, once again, there is leeway, but once again, it's all about providing more context. That's how I look at it. It's all about providing more. If you just give a ban and don't give me any context, it's going to be difficult. You give a description, that's fine too. You give me the actual video evidence. Yeah, because you also have some people who do like comedy bans and stuff from their channel. Some, they, they even have points. Ban me. Summit does. Summit does. Yeah. Summit, and summit. that makes me just. Yeah. Yeah, Summit does. It, it just, it, like I said, it's a starting point. And it's not going to be a perfect system. We all know what Twitch does with these systems. It, they fuck with it. But at least all I ask is every time is just context. Give me context. I think most people are reasonable. And I think if most people saw, like if, if I said something that was very horrible, that required us to be banned, I hopefully not. I've, I've said some pretty sketchy things, especially if you live in Birmingham or Millwall. I... But you know what you've done if you live in Birmingham and Millwall. I don't have to apologize for that. <laughs> but it's... Sadly, there was you know someone, your crimes. Yeah, there was someone on Twitter I had to unfollow last night. I mean, it wasn't the fact that they were deeply religious. And I mean, very religious or putting, like, you know, biblical tweets and biblical passages on as tweets. That's that's them. That's their, that's their channel bit. Okay. What pushed it too far for me was the fact that they there there was a there's a, a a group called the Women's March, right in the UK, right very sort of 
pro women, and they come up with the tweet: "Trans women are women," which they are. Trans men are men. We can agree on this, yeah. Wholeheartedly, yeah, yeah. I think they are whatever they want to be. Exactly. That's how he I comes look up at with, it. Doesn't affect just, me he, personally. <laughs> he, he just he just fired it back with tra trans women are men, and it's like, no, that's enough. No, sorry, done. No, no. But the Bible says yes. We're going to listen to a two thousand year old book. Yeah, that was made. That was made up on someone's life of, of fables. That was stories. mistranslated from Latin <laughs> to English. Yep, and say after after the person died a thousand years before it. There's accuracy for you. Oh wait. <laughs> I mean, we can ask the oldest living being in the world if they know about it. I mean, the Queen probably was around back then, right? <laughs> I love the fact that this was pointed out to me by um, a person who was watching Dave Allen. Who is an Irish comedian over here who was fucking amazing. And he turned into a practicing atheist. He was Catholic. He went to a Catholic school. He went through all of oh, that. That's why he's a practicing atheist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was a joke he said about um, the Pope going up to someone and saying, okay, you're trying to look for like um, a black cat that's invisible in a dark room. And then the guy went back to the Pope and was like, well, yeah, you know, you're quite similar to me in doing that as well. But the thing is, you, you think you found it. Which when you listen to the connotation of that, it's like, oh, I like it. But here's the thing that this guy who was watching Dave Allen pointed out. This book that doesn't make sense for things like Adam and Eve, who didn't question why they've suddenly appeared, who just were like, oh, I'll carry on. You swear the truth on it. Do I need to tell you guys about my confirmation at church? Go for it. All right. So, uh... I was raised Protestant, which, as we all know, is all of Catholicism with half the guilt. Yep. <laughs> yep um, same here. And I have to say, I had a very forward-thinking, open-minded pastor, which was great. He was a young guy, but he also understood. Also, Protestant church, we, allowed our, we allow our men of the cloth and women of the cloth to marry and have kids. Solves a lot of fucking problems. <laughs> um, but we... We we get confirmed, and they part of it was like, what does faith mean to us? What is what is religion and everything going up? And my my open discussion. This is in front of the entire church, and I had no problem saying this. Is that my thoughts are this: the Bible, the book that this that we all follow, is a collection of stories, truthful or nonfiction, that try to tell us how to live a good life. Doesn't it's whether it's it's true or not. You look at some of the stories. It's how to live. Be kind to people. Be charitable. You know. You look at the positive side of things. Don't do these. You know, don't do certain horrific things. It shows you how to live, or tries to tell you how to live a good life. And if you look at the Bible as that, as a book of trying, versus a book of pure fact, it resonates. Like you know, be good to one another. Don't bang your mom. <laughs> be nice to yeah, your neighbor. Try and be a good man. Be charitable. Be be giving. Be you know pious. Be worldly. And that's a, and that's and that's a good thing. And like you should have seen the front church ladies looked at me and went like, "Oh my fucking god!" Like right there, they were like they were you know, the eighty year old church women who've been there forever who make the best fucking brownies for coffee hour. Don't don't tell me there there there's two things the church there's one thing the church does very well. Fucking bake sales. You see a fucking church bake sale, you turn and you take that $20 out of your wallet because you're going to get some of the best fucking pie you've ever had. But my pastor said, that's a fair assumption. He's like, I've had plenty of, he's like, cause he went to, he went to school. He has a man, a master's in religions, religious studies. He goes, that's, he's like, and if that's how you interpret things, then you've at least t gotten something out of your time with us. Mm -hmm. He's like, you, you've at least learned have been able to think openly and you've gotten something out of this. So he's like, many people just come here and leave on Sundays and don't think. You've at least thought, come to a determination 
And regardless, and I remember this perfectly because obviously after my confirmation, I made my first adult decision never to go back to church because there are better things to do on Sunday. Um, he said, no matter what happens to you as an, as an individual, you're always welcome back, whoever you are and whoever you become. And that was it. And I thought that to be, that's perfect. Like he, he didn't shut down my idea. He took it. He showed the, he show, he took it as a teaching moment to the entire parish going, he's learned something. And that's ultimately what we, what we're here to do. I'm here to teach and learn. And if you get something out of this, regardless of what it is, as long as it's positive and helps you as a human being, I've done my job and you're always welcome back to us if you need anything. So, yeah. So there's also my thoughts on the Bible. Uh, book or not, I think it's if you re if you take the good parts out of it, is it is it is a way to lead a good life. And if you look at some of the stuff in there, yes, I would agree with that. There's also some stuff in there, a eh, little sketch, but yeah, there's some stuff in there you go, oh, oh no, oh. <laughs> but but then again, you have to look at the time it was written. <laughs> Yeah, for the time, it, it's the same with the U.S. Constitution. For the time it was written, it makes a lot of fucking sense. Nowadays, uh, there's a few things that could be tweaked a little bit. Yeah. You see, that's the point. We, 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 we use this text that's outdated. See, this and, is we, and we look at it as, ironically enough, gospel. Remember, though, Will, how your political system works. All the power, the power for Parliament to run comes from the crown. Yep. Not the queen, the crown. <laughs> mm -hmm. Your entire government is based on the fact that, that a monarchy exists. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a piece of paper. It's nope. not, it's not like written anywhere. It's just that there's a bunch of people who ended up fucking their cousins a lot. And that's the reason why parliament can do its job. And to be honest, ain't looking half bad right now. Boris well, what do you do? What do you do in court though? If you, you have to testify, swear on the Bible. No, no, not in the Americas. Well, in the United States, you you can swear on whatever religious book you prefer. Yeah, I was going to say that. It's like a because there was that guy who was on um, CNN, wasn't there? Um, that uh, of that like representative Congress, I believe. Yep. He was like trying to go. Ah, oh, well, this guy couldn't tell the truth. You know, he wasn't fit because he couldn't he couldn't swear the Bible. And then, then the news anchor pointed out, went, "Hang on, you know, you don't. Ha it doesn't have to be." the Christian Bible you swear on as long as it's, if it's a religious text you can swear on it yeah it's whatever religious um, I believe we also have the dictionary as an option for those who are non-religious yep there there okay. we have we have Muslim members of of Congress who have sworn on the Quran when they got sworn mm -hmm. in it's whatever it, 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 I think Jewish people Jewish members of Congress have gotten sworn in on the Torah it's just <laughs> It's gotta be the Christian Bible. It's the only one with the white baby Jesus. The B the BG Jesus, for instance. He looks at his mother Mary. You can tell by the way I walk, I'm a holy man. No time to talk. Another another Jewish another joke from uh, Dave Dave Allen I heard this morning as well. Guy goes up to heaven, right? Mm -hmm. Sid Peter's there, welcomes him in and goes, oh, hi, do you want to take a look around? And he's like, yeah, sure, no problem. So he takes a look around, he sees all like Hindus, Jewish, Muslim, and, and, and then he sees this wall. And he goes around and goes, what's that wall up there for? So, like, oh, for the Catholics. So, and so you know, he goes, the guy goes, Sid Peter, why do the Catholics need a wall? And Sid Peter's like, shh, they have a wall. Because they think they like to think they're the only ones here. <laughs> and it's just like bang. <laughs> so boom. <laughs> he really went after them. And Corn, you're absolutely right. You can follow the Bible without being religious. Hey, I'm a dudist. I'm a Bowieist. Yeah. <laughs> David Bowie is my own personal savior. Can you not tell me 
Why? And I can tell you why. For one and behold, as in his, in his psalm about Major Tom, where he had went above the world, looking down upon all of its beauty while sitting in his tin can. And in his final moments, did he think about the beautiful scene, where he was, the achievements? No, he thought about home and family and being with the ones he loved before he passed on. And lo, do we think about the, the tragedy of Ziggy Stardust through his hubris, thinking that he, only he, was the, what, the one who could be the most powerful, yet was torn apart by his band and his own fans. Knowing full well that in his downfall, that is not a hubris that gets you anywhere, but love for one man and another. And lo, the song about Pablo Picasso, who doth said, don't be an asshole. <laughs> Dance in the streets and be afraid of Americans. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so many golden years. Ooh, wop, wop. <laughs> Danger. Let's get David Bowie. But he did also say to you that you could be a hero. Mm -hmm. Just for one day, but you could be a hero. <laughs> well played. <laughs> Especially if you're under pressure. <laughs> ah, shall we move on to what we've been playing? Apart from playing idiots. Because <laughs> I, I will go first just in case I need to debt duck away. Because, you know, stuff and things are happening today, like... I'm going to meet my nephew for the first time. Wear a suit. First impressions are key. Or I need to buy a fitted suit with this fucking stomach of mine, mate. Or T-pose. <laughs> Assert your dominance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, nephew! That's all I've seen of him so far. Him... You know, opening and closing his eyes, trying to adjust to things. But then again, when that video was taken, he was only a couple of hours old. Yeah, I mean, you know, so I, I could call him Babu Frick all I want. Don't, don't use your Yorkshire trainer <laughs> voice. <laughs> oh God, no, that was unscheduled. Daylights out the pool. Between, I can, I can, I can just imagine. And I don't ask me why this would be like. You know, like like Will goes to meet him, and like you know, the Yorkshire Trader comes out, and all of a sudden Chris is there, like the Gilbert Godfrey Cup dog. <laughs> Just oh, like, hello there. Bedtime <laughs> stories. It's like a little stuffed animal. You got him. <laughs> Just like hello there, little kid. Diamond. <laughs> Do you want to know the ironic thing, right? We we all know that as an uncle, or you know, as an aunt or an uncle, you can buy the toys that make the noise for the kids, yeah? Yeah. Be because then you drop them off and then you fuck off. So then the parents have to deal with it. Guess who was the first one to get a toy that made noise? And it wasn't me. It wasn't you? It was mum. Well. I, that's she, parents are also around to embarrass the shit out of their kids too. So I mean, she bought she bought him like a this little bunny, which is about this big, right? about that big, about that big. Yeah, for reference, like about that big. Banana for skill. It, yeah, but <laughs> now here's what this does. It it does two things. It does two things. Right? It sings a song. Okay. Um, you know, you, you heard the sailor song, Do Your Ball Sang Low, can you swing him to the throat, can you sing him? This one has it where it's playing with its ears, it wiggles its ears, it puts its ears over its eyes so it can't see you, and sings about your ears falling down. So that's the first bit. It also plays peekaboo with him. You, you, <laughs> mom, mom got your nephew, her grandson. A sea shanty singing rabbit? Yeah. <laughs> I got him a stuffed little rhino. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's what we're going to be doing later. But, yeah. So, I need to crack on with what I've been playing. So, uh, stuff that I've streamed, I'm not going to talk about. You can see it on our YouTube channel. You can see it on our my Twitch channel. Stuff and things. But I did win another match in uh, League of Legends, which is cool. So, right. Okay. Uh, uh, what did I do? What did I do off stream? I, I, I played Fist of the North Star. I completed Fist of the North Star. 
I hit a bunch of people in the face really quickly. It was a quite an emotional ending, I thought. I mean, and, that's um, what that's that's what that that's what that studio does. Yep, it does indeed. <laughs> it gives you that wonderful sort of. Again, I, I'll stand by what I said. I, I don't think it needed some of the silly mini game stuff. It, it, you know, if it was a bit more linear in terms of that, in terms of the actual story, I would have been fine with that. I think it would have been better with that. But yeah, I, I loved I loved playing Fist of the North Star. It's great. Get it, buy it, play it punch people in the face, touch them, sort of, by the, by the temples, make the heads explode. It's great. Uh, then I played Stray. Stray's a beautiful game. A very beautiful game. As a cat, you know, there's a lot of emotion there. Um... I can't say a really bad word about it. I mean, I broke it a couple of times. <laughs> so it needs a little bit of patching, but overall, I mean, if you, if you, if you haven't bought it on steam, please do spend about five hours. Just, just roaming, just having a time. Just, just being a cat. Yeah. Just being a cat. I, I should have had it prepared for it. And I'm, if I ever do get the jam and game and I do stream it, I know exactly what it's going to be. I need to get the meme cat. I'm a kitty cat. And I dance, dance, yeah. dance, and I dance, dance, dance. <laughs> but yeah, just, it's, it, I cannot, I cannot recommend it enough. I mean, yeah, if you got tier two or three on plus on PlayStation, you can download it that way for free. I bought it because I don't. And I don't regret that. I don't regret that in the slightest. And then finally, off stream, I started Klonoa 1. Because it's Klonoa, and it's a classic. And who doesn't love Klonoa? Because if you don't love Klonoa, then you smell of wee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so, that's all I've been playing. So uh, I hand it over to you guys. Uh, Chris, what have you been playing, matey? Well, um, I suppose uh, I've been playing some Valorant and Apex, which I opened up Apex the other day because I was like, you know what? I've never played this. I've heard good things about it. It's free. Let's see what happens. Um, and it's it's not it's not bad. It it feels corporate. It feels corporate. Apex? It feels like an EA game, yeah. Like, I'm moving around and I'm like, this feels like it was all of the things that have culminated in other games and put together. It's not bad, it's polished, it's good, but it's, like, it, f it's, it feels off. For me, my experience playing Apex Legend is just the Godfather meme and me looking at Apex from Titanfall 2 going, what have they done to my boy? They've killed my boy. <laughs> See, I never played um, Titanfall, so I don't I don't know the difference between them. So So take take Apex. Yeah. Take the movement. Make it good. The yeah, take the movement and everything from Apex. Like the sliding, the movement, the even the fucking guns. Um take that from a battle royale point of view to a normal like normal kind of matches, capture the flag, domination and stuff, but then also make it so that you're able to deploy, have deployable turrets, grapple hook, and like other things, and also giant mechs that you can spawn at random times to create battles, so like you have like mechs that have different equipment and loadouts and stuff. And then you have to fight against the mechs as like individual small people and stuff. Yeah. It is way better. <laughs> I do find it very interesting that they take place in the same universe. Yeah. In the best quote I've heard in all the media, but it was like, they are making a single player Apex Legends game. I'm like, hmm, that's a really weird name for Titanfall 3. Yep. <laughs> very strange name <laughs> for Titanfall 3. The whole point of Apex Legends is like, 
like these are the pilots that like who pilot the mechs who are like the individuals and it's like their version of the Olympics. Yeah. Wasn't it like because the the war had gotten mercenary companies. That's like what they are. They're like mercenaries. So, I don't know. There's some story. Does anybody pay attention to the story in Battle Royales? Really? No. <laughs> Fortnite, you save Ariana Grande and you fight with The Rock. Oh, guys, you're a wobbly thing that wins shows. There you go. Does anybody yeah, else think the Fall Guys is just the running man? Yeah, <laughs> running man in Takeshi's castle. Yes. <laughs> But, okay, so if that's all you've been playing, dude, I shall say James. I've been playing my take. Genshin. And I've modded the shit out of Terraria. I haven't played uh, it, I've just modded it. <laughs> <laughs> you probably play it in about three months' time, yeah? It'll sit there for like a couple of months and I'll be like, oh shit, I still have this. I need room on my hard drive and then uninstall it with all the mods. It's usually how that goes. Um, um, also, F1. We forgot about that. Uh, F122 was uh, really, really, or F121 crashes or rust was really tight. Yeah, three of us split between 0 0.36. Uh, 0.036. Uh, and apparently for me to go fast, I need to have um, Eurobeat. It gives me that. Euro Eurobeat and your impression of Callum. Except I apologize directly after. Callum does not. Well, he apologizes once he once he realizes he's in first. I apologize immediately. Also because I don't expect to be in first. Uh, it's still funny, though. Yeah, modding is half the experience. You're absolutely right, Corn. Um, it's the whole point of Skyrim. It's you, you get the game, you mod the shit out of it till it breaks, then you mod it a little bit more, and then you play it. I'm not saying that I need to have the Macho Man Randy Savage voice coming out of Thomas the Tank Engine while it's also tuning its horn, but it really makes for an interesting opening section. Ah, you're finally awake. Choo-choo! Oh, yeah! Cream rises to the top! Ah. <laughs> it's like a, a, a dragon saying snap into a Slim Jim before it burns you. That, that's, that's weird. <laughs> that's normal. <laughs> that's, that, that's, this, that is how you play Skyrim. <laughs> On your Vic 20. If I don't have Sailor Moon wielding a great sword, me dressed as the black suit Spider-Man wielding an AK-47 while riding a, um, what, am I, what would I be driving? I'm trying to think of something really strange. Uh, while, while driving this, while, while riding the motorcycle from Akira, then I'm not playing the game right. <laughs> and in a move that was unforeseen. Using your remote control. Skyrim coming to Blu ray players 2023. I, I'm not. Once, once again, it's going to be on every single thing. Like the next gen consoles, going to have Skyrim. You watch. Yep. That's going to be just the joke because they're just going to keep porting it to everything. Can it run Crisis and does it have Skyrim? Maybe. We'll say that as a maybe. Anyway, if that's all you've been playing, matey, then I guess it's time to do the pimp outs and shout outs and then head off. Yes. Wow. We've run quite long today. Because we started a little later. Yeah. Even if you take away that, we start we we started later. We're still still a bigger, bigger show than normal. So, chat, thank you very much for being here. As always, you are an absolute pleasure to be around. So, thank you for that. Uh, of course, I, I it would be remiss of me without actually saying to my brother and his girlfriend, congratulations on, on popping a sprog into the world. <laughs> Set the way I should, you know, you carry on. Uh, 
you guys have any shout-outs? Thank you, chat, for being here and putting up with us. Thank you for yeah. Microsoft for saying fuck you to NFTs. Yes, indeed. And uh, Coffee Night would also do raise his sentiments of thanking the chat for being here. Because he's having some technical issues. All right. Everybody else, have a wonderful time. We love you. We'll see you next week. And, uh, yeah, try try and stay cool. It's going to be hot out there. So, bye-bye. Oh, I nailed the ending this time. Hell yeah.